Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Comic Kaiser Show. It's great to be here, and it's great to have yet another awesome guest here with us today. Uh, today, coming to you from the town of Cedarville, Ohio, uh, I bring you my guest today. Uh, this individual, we ran track together uh, for about three years. Not all four, but three years. Um, and we both graduated in May of 2019. We were fortunate enough to actually be able to graduate. Um, this guy a, was a mechanical engineering major, uh, graduated there, and he's actually from the actual town of Cedarville, Ohio. Uh, he's also uh, in his spare time a year ago, not so much recently, but he was a, is, I don't know what to say, co-host of the Enfield Singles podcast. I don't know if I'd say is or was, uh, but yeah, that's a bit of background on that. So coming to you from the town of Cedarville, I'd like to introduce you to Chase Gruitt. So Chase, welcome. It's great to have you here, man. Well, thanks for having me, Wade. Oh, Donata, it's awesome, awesome. All right, so are you ready for the warm-up? I guess so. <laughs> you guess so. <laughs> Chase is just like, I'm not even happy to be here. All right, first question. What would be the most amazing amazing adventure to go on? So a lot of people are stuck at home, so it would be an amazing adventure to go on. You'll just like, a, like I don't know, multiple-year like world tour where you just like, you take the like the slowest like kind of transportation as possible, like kind of like trains. Like start like you take a plane to Europe, then you just kind of take trains around like Europe, then you kind of go towards Asia, and then you work your way back through the Middle East to Africa. Then Africa is probably by like camelback everywhere. So camel what? Camelback. Oh okay. That Across heard, the deserts and I thought I heard something else, camel toe or something. <laughs> and then maybe some <laughs> elephants for the jungle. Ooh, ooh a fancy schmancy. Yeah. All right. Would you rather have someone burp or fart in your face? Uh, probably burp because it doesn't smell as bad. Interesting. But okay. it's like right now I don't know because like you're probably more likely to get corona if they burp <laughs> in your face rather than fart in your face. So oh, gosh. They're, pr they're pretty even right now. They're pretty even. I saw this one YouTube comment. It was, uh, I used to cough to cover up my farts. Now I fart to cover up my coughs. Uh, oh, have you seen that? I've seen that in meme format. Oh. Yes. It's amazing. I love it. I love it. All right. Next question. Where's the farthest you've ever felt from home? Yikes. I don't really like because I went to college here. Oh, man. It doesn't have to be in a physical sense. It could be I in know. a intellectual or physical or, no. or spiritual sense. <laughs> I I guess if, I don't know if this is a great, but like when I was when I went to camp as a as a young child, oh, I was like okay. eight or nine. Like I really I got really homesick. And oh. I felt really far from home i guess that's I fair home. that's yeah. fair yeah i mean especially whenever you're younger you stay home for a few days it's a little more sensitive at that age so i totally get that all right next question you ready for this one fill in the blank amazon is <laughs> we both work for amazon just yeah. keep that in mind uh Amazon is very efficient. Efficient. Yes. All right, there you go. That's I'm not going to disagree with that. I ordered, what was it? I ordered some dice for a game. I think, what was it? It was, uh, it was Wednesday, like 2 or 3 o'clock. I woke up on Thursday after, after uh, I, I worked Wednesday night, and I woke up on mm -hmm. Thursday. I was like, hmm, I wonder how close my package is. And uh, I clicked track package, and there's a picture of the package sitting next to one of the pillars out front. Hey. my yard so it's like under 24 hours so like that's pretty efficient it like, is very efficient i was very like oh this might be the first time I'm actually proud to work for amazon <laughs> yes did it come in like the smart pack wrap the like the white wrap or do you know it was in the like 
the blue like I can't it's like I call it a parcel but they call it something else. Okay. It's like blue and white and it says Amazon. Oh, yep, yep. Probably came from one of my smart pack machines. So Probably. pack singles for the win. All right. Anyway, that's my department in case you didn't know that. All right. So I got a few uh, audience questions here for you. So this is where we get into some uncharted territory. Uh, so do I get to know who asked the question? Yes. I oh. I always say that, well, in a few rare exceptions, I uh, say the name okay. unless they request to be obscure. But even then, I'm like, eh. But if you know some of these names, I'd be kind of impressed. So these first two come from someone named Angelina Seaman. So she uh, she was episode 10, if you listen to all of my episodes, Chase. Uh, she's asking her first question. Does chocolate milk come from chocolate cows? Um, it'd be cool if it did, but I'm going to have to say no. <laughs> Boring. All right. Uh, that's disappointing, but unfortunately, I think you're right. Yeah. All right. Next question from Angelina. Favorite flavor of oatmeal? Of oatmeal? Oatmeal. I don't know. Does brown sugar count? I always eat my oatmeal with like yeah. some brown sugar. Yeah, that's that's what or I I'll, would have said. Or I'll get the oatmeal that already has the brown sugar in it. Mm, it's a solid choice. Yeah. This one's from me. What What's a better ramen, chicken or beef? Uh, I've never had beef ramen. I've only had chicken ramen what? like two or three times. So uh, <laughs> I have to go with chicken ramen. Oh, wow. I like beef. So, but you know. Uh, I also like chicken in general more than beef. So Yeah freak all right next question this comes from another person from back at home her name's hallie cole she's asking do you have a favorite starbucks drink uh they're gonna be very disappointed because i don't think i've ever had a starbucks drink what i don't like coffee at all but but i feel like when we hang out we go and get coffee right yeah i get smoothie every time no you do so i have no reason to like venture out to other like other coffee shops boring yeah for Starbucks for me with starbucks I I don't think I've ever gone and gotten it on my own accord, but if that's a social thing, I'll go. So well, I, I get that. I don't have any sisters, so, and I don't have. I never had like a lot of female friends. I don't know. Like I had some, but it's like fair enough. No reason to ever go to like Starbucks. Like they dragged me to Panera once, <laughs> but that's about it. That's as far as I'm going is Panera. All right, fine. Next audience question. This comes from my brother, Wyatt Kaiser. He's asking, I assume you know who he is. I know who he is. I would hope so. Why is your Instagram named Wiley Fox? Uh, that's because when I ran cross country, shoot, I think this is my freshman year. It was my first year running cross country. One of the juniors on the team just kind of looked at me one day. He's like, Wiley Fox, that's what you are. <laughs> and then <laughs> everyone, like everyone, started calling me that, and that's like that was like my nickname in high school, and like I guess a little, like a little bit in college, but it's mostly just a handle now. Mm. Isn't that like a sly little fox who's yeah, like sneaky? And d- I guess so. d- do you live up to that at all? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Fair enough. All right. If you didn't have to sleep, what would you do with the extra time? Uh, I didn't have to sleep. I don't know. That's like a lot of time. That's like I sleep like average like nine ten hours a night. Oh so, really? Yeah. That's disgusting. Um, that's yeah. I don't know. Like there. <laughs> sleep, whole, especially right now. There's not a whole lot to do. I don't know. It's true. Do I? I don't really do puzzles, but maybe I'll take up puzzles. <laughs> Nerd. All right. All right. Next question. 
What fatter trend do you hope never comes back? I don't know. I'm not really into like the whole like wearing only like all jean stuff, like jeans and jean jackets and just like a white shirt. Like, no, I don't like the look. You don't like it? No. All right. All right. I'm not, not a big fan. I see. Well, that's disappointing. I'm just kidding. I kind of agree. Okay. Well, fine. What is something that a ton of people are obsessed with that you just don't get the point of? Celebrities. I just don't understand. Like, yeah, like some of them make cool stuff, like music artists or actors. But, but yeah, go on, go on. I just like people freak out over them. And it doesn't make any sense at all. It's like, like Kim and Kanye came to the green at like the Cheesecake Factory and people are outside waiting for them and like cheered when they came outside. And I was just like, but, like, but Kanye is going to be our future president, isn't okay, he? Okay, sure. <laughs> well, that's the, even like the president, like Trump, it's like, if I if I had the chance to meet him, I'm like, oh, this, yeah, that was, that was cool, but it's like, I'm not going to freak out or anything or, or, not, <laughs> or in, a the posi- in a positive or, or negative, a negative way. way. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> not, like, <laughs> Either way. <laughs> Some people would freak out and be like, oh, man, I got to shoot this guy now. It's just like, they're just, they're just regular people that have done something that lots of other people have liked. They're just, they're honestly, oh, I don't know how regular Kanye or Trump are, but like they're, they're human beings. They're nothing like, they're nothing super special. They're not cyborgs. No, not, not to my knowledge. They might be lizard people. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I don't know. They're aliens. It's a, oh, I forget the name of the movie. It's like an old movie where like there's aliens in the world and then, this guy gets these glasses and they're like sunglasses and he can see who the aliens are and who aren't. Oh, I forget the name of the movie, but he's like, I come here to kick ass and chew bubble gum and I'm all <laughs> out of bubble gum. Oh my god. Never gosh. mind. <laughs> Old movie. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. Okay. All right. What is the worst disease in history? Um That's a good question. I like part of me wants to say smallpox because lots of people have died like you had the like the plague in like the 1300s or whatever and like every couple hundred years after that it was really bad but the other part of me is like if there's a disease i wouldn't want to get it's probably polio because i would not want to be like fdr yeah like the president being being (laughs) like being crippled sounds much worse for me than like dying interesting if i'm gonna be honest yeah that's fair yeah it's like uh for me I'm I'm the type of person it's like I get in one of those car accidents where it's you're basically paralyzed for the rest of the, your life if you just if you wanted to pull that plug you know you could if you want I, this, I wouldn't blame you yeah there's a difference between um being alive and living that's oh, yeah. for sure so all right next two more questions is the current reaction to coronavirus justified now that we're talking about diseases I can't. I don't know. I feel like it's a lo- very unknown disease, which is like why people are reacting this way. But mm-hmm. I don't like people didn't really react too bad to like swine flu or whatever, like mm. back in two thousand eight or whatever. But yeah, Ebola, which would actually kill you. Well, Ebola is not as widespread. That's also fair. But but yeah. I guess it's about. I I'm okay with. I guess. Mm. I kind of wish we had like. March Madness. That was really sad. Like, like with <laughs> oh. no fans. Like that was very disappointing. But yes. if it makes you feel better, at my work, we had a have a March Madness contest going on between the shifts. If that counts, oh <laughs> it's just like what? 
All right, last question. What's the best compliment you've ever received? Hmm. Hmm. If you actually saw my other episodes, you'd have known this question was coming because I asked everyone this question. I don't know if it's more like a certain, like if it's like a certain compliment, like if it matters, like what they said, it's more like who it's from. Like I have a, I have what a, do you mean? Like who, like, I feel like it's more important, more important who's complimenting you than like what the compliment actually is. So what, uh, whenever I compliment you, it's like the best thing in your life, right? Yeah, sure. Just kidding. That. Trying to think if I really ever compliment you. Eh, who cares? Anyway, all right. So, but what might be a specific one? I say a specific. Like, I have a PA at work that I really, I really like him a lot. And, like, he gives me compliments all the time. But just, like, whenever he, like, he thanks me for doing something that, like, he really needed done. Like, the other night I had to take Miss Ships downstairs to, like, directly to a ULD. And he, like, after I came back up, he thanked me for doing that. And, like it, it meant a lot because like he cares like that's the big thing like gotcha that's not really like the compliment itself it's that like that like when people who it's from so basically whenever people actually recognize your existence of what you just did yeah and it's more than just like i like maybe like a small compliment to like uh, maybe they mean it or maybe they're just saying gotcha. it to like boost morale it's like when people actually care and there's meaning behind it Fair enough. All right. Well, thank you, Chase. Congratulations. You survived the warm-up. Wow. I know, right? That compliment question got you good for a second, but we made it through. Mm -hmm. And thank you, audience, for listening so far. We're going to take a quick, brief moment to mention our sponsor, and we'll be back with more to hear more about Chase Gruitt. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for being here, and thanks for listening so far. It's great to hear about Chase, and uh, it's just got through the warm-up, and now we're going to hear more about Chase in depth. So I want to start off with this. I have an audience question from Angelina again. She had a third question. And her question is this. Describe 2020 so far in three words. Mm-hmm. That's two words. Mm-hmm. Third word. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. I'm trying to think through each month and like have a word for each month so far. It's like def- definitely like... Rona is definitely one of the words. Rona. Like, that would be my third word. I'm trying to think what else. Like The big controversies? Um, yeah. I know there's like a bunch of wildfires in Australia. Um, okay, yeah. I would say, uh, can, I, can an acronym count as a word? or Is an acronym a word? Kind of. Well, what's your acronym? Uh, so we have uh, www 3 or World no, War Three. Oh yeah, W. It's just WW three. My bad. I was thinking three Ws. So we have World War Three or WW three. We have uh yeah we have who are we going to war with? I don't remember that big scare or whatever. Like Trump, like all, like I don't think we almost went to war, but it's like there are a bunch of memes about like going to war with like I, Iran. Iran, yes, yeah. I remember that. So that was a big scare in January, and then we had fires in uh. Yes. In February, and then Corona has yeah. hit us here in March and April. Yeah, that's crazy, because I remember in January, you had Trump ward an airstrike and killed Iran's, it's like their top military Terry, leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Trump said he was like a terrorist and stuff, which, whether you think that or not, is irrelevant to the mm-hmm. point of this, but 
um, them, they're like, he just killed her. <laughs> Who does this guy think he is? So I'm surprised nothing else came out of that. But And then the fires, and then here we are. Well, Corona's been around. I know in January, I was talking to someone on this show, uh, episode 27, um, and they were, they're living in China right now, and they were talking about how Corona oh, okay. was shutting things down in China back in January. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to see how it's coming and getting us now. Well, that's well for us, it's the third one, because... Here in America, we didn't really care until it's like, oh, I, I'm a big sports guy. It's like, oh, NBA's done. The March Madness is over. They're canceling the other con- conference tournaments. I'm like, well, this is very disappointing. That's I guess I they're mean. serious. Yeah, seriously. No, I uh, literally beginning of March, um, whenever they started closing things down. I mean, not that I didn't take Corona seriously before then, but... I also kind of didn't take it. I just I just kind of placed it on the other areas of um, other diseases like mm-hmm. the swine flu, Ebola. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's killing people. It's hard, but it's not going to affect me. And then I definitely thought it was just like, oh, it'll be a little worse than the flu. And I was just like kind of roll mm-hmm. on through. Apparently, it's really, really bad. Apparently. So I've been told. I haven't gotten it yet, but I probably will one of these days. Uh-huh. I don't know. My brother and I were having a like a contest contest, but... We definitely talked like, who's going to get it first, me or you? Is it's that like, even a question? I mean, I feel like your brother is much more like, I know you're at like the Amazon facility every day, but your brother is definitely more likely to catch it. You would think. But he also has all that medical stuff and they're expecting it. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Time will tell. Well, I guess what would you say is... uh. Since we're talking about coronavirus, um, what would you say is your, uh, I guess, coronavirus account? Seems like the last few people I've had on this show, I'm just like, all right, so kind of run me through them, closing stuff down from your perspective. So you're my first non-college student since that's broken out. So kind of what are things from your point of view? Um, it's actually like, not, it might be bad, but it's like, honestly, the only thing that's really like changed a lot in my life is uh, one, I can't go to church. Oh, really it's just true. like it's just online church which kind of like sucks mm. and uh well like uh it's not that church sucks it's just like being in people's presence like talking to people like i feel like it's one of the main aspects of church and so just the sermon's very important too but i mean the main reason why i think that church is very important is because you have that body of believers coming together yeah because uh I don't know if whether you want to make the misery loves company argument or the iron sharpens iron, whatever, but yeah. um, definitely people who are similar mindset, having them come together and just kind of talking in that community. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so other than that, it's been pretty chill. I know they've been mm-hmm. closing down the schools and athletic seasons have been killed and all yeah. that, but well, well, I guess we're kind of graduated and yeah. Amazon is doing just fine, so... I guess that's the one thing I see, like, about, I have noticed, like, the school thing, like, everybody's at home all the time. Like, all my brothers are here. Mm-hmm. Even the one that, like, lives on his own and somehow, like, brought his computer over and he comes and does homework here every day. So it's <laughs> just like. I noticed, yes. The, the whole family's here. Yeah, so tell us you have, what, four, three, three other brothers, right? You're yeah, Mr. I've, oldest brother, right? Yeah. The failure. The failure. <laughs> Whoa. I mean. If you say so, if you say so. Um, well, you got you, we got Chase, our oldest. Yep. And then uh, Devin, who's married, 
and has a has this semester and one more semester. Oh, one left. more? Yeah, he's okay. finishing a semester early. Oh yeah, he was and two then, years. Yeah, I got a freshman brother named Trey and a senior in high school named Bryce. Oh, they grow up so fast. Yeah, they do. We're oh. wondering if Bryce is gonna like graduate or not because he is like I thought I was lazy, and then this kid like. Somehow he taught me. How wait? How you were pretty bad. How bad is he? Like, so. Well, last week I don't think he had assignments like online to do. Like he didn't even open them, <laughs> like to look at them. Oh my goodness! Like my teach, like one of his teachers left his left my mom like a five minute like voicemail. It's like, hey, can you have your son like do his his work? Ugh. And then I think by now, like he only has three high school classes because he was doing like dual enrollment or whatever. Okay. Whatever they call it these days. <laughs> so like, all, I think all three of his teachers have contacted my mom by now. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's, it's I, wild. I, I mean, it's high school, so I get that. Mm-hmm. But also, don't be lazy, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Do better, be better. But you know, that's for another person to lecture him on. I'm sure he'll listen to this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. This will greatly affect his life. And it's like, I still go to work like I have been, so it's like, corona hasn't really affected me that much. So how has it affected your work, though? Uh, every, like I could tell you things about mine. Manage, but... Management's very annoying. Yes. <laughs> much yes, more yes, annoying. Yes, we are. It's like, you got to keep six away, feet away from each other. It's like, honestly, like that's a good thought. And like we wipe everything down every day, but like throughout the day, everybody touches everything and other people touch things like. Do you know why they're as anal as they are? Yeah. Well, they're not like, they're not that anal about like, like if I touch something, something else can't touch that. It's more like you just have to stay six feet away from each other, which like. It's called most of the time. It's called a PR stunt. Yeah. (laughs) Let me tell you, let me tell you how this works. So. Uh, beforehand, you probably could not have taken your phone out there, maybe? Maybe? No, yeah, we couldn't. But now you can. Do you have a metal detector at your... Yes, but they yeah. turned them off because of corona to make it more efficient to get people out oh. of the building. Well, we're still in the airport, so like, on our way in, we have to go through the metal detector, but on our way out, they turned them off. Oh, you go through one on your way in? Oh, well, that's where yeah. we differ. For uh, So the name of your building is what again? Uh, K-I-L-N or K- Killen. Killen. Oh, you don't even remember. Mine is CMH4. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, Amazon, they named their fulfillment centers based off of airport codes. So CMH is the airport around Columbus. There's CMH1, CMH2. I just think there's a CMH3. There uh, has to be. I don't know. But I know there's a CMH4 and a CMH8. I'm Dang. like, what? <laughs> well, we are the airport, Wade. That's why we don't have a number. Exactly. There you go. But we are not the airport, so... Um, got to talk about me, you know. So mm-hmm. whenever associates come into CMH4, it used to be you go through the turns. Yeah, turnstiles maybe. Yeah, we have turnstiles we have to go through initially and then metal te- detectors after that in between like our main break room and like the like where we do our work. Oh, okay. So mine, they have the turnstiles. You walk through. They have this kind of like yellow and black tape and a stop sign tape on the ground. And you can walk past that without getting scanned. However, you cannot walk pat back over it. You have to go through the metal detectors to leave. Their logic behind it is is like, well, first of all, if someone's going to bring a gun to shoot up Amazon, I mean, they're 
probably just going to shoot their way through the metal detectors or I don't know. Like there was a like sense you can terminate people. I mean, think of like schools, the troubled kids who tend to kind of shoot the place up. You can you can't really like guess, but you can kind of look and be like, hmm, at Amazon, if you get that hmm feeling and have a good justification behind it, you can just kind of term them and that's that. So, um, and also the turnstiles, uh, you scan your badge to get in and all that. So, um, a lot, and Amazon, believe it or not, there is no recordable incidents of someone bringing a gun in and shooting the place up. Now, Grant, every time the security says that, they knock on every piece of wood that's around because, mm-hmm. you know, we say that now. And then next thing you know, um, but the logic of the metal detectors is so people don't steal stuff, um, especially with phones and things like that. Like, there's a lot of inventory that gets stolen, so they'll have their metal detectors and be able to catch people in the act. Um, what if they steal things that aren't made of metal? Well, what they also do is they're able to, like, they track the numbers and mm-hmm. they see inventories missing and certain stations because you have to log into a station to pack and to pick and all that mm-hmm. there's also cameras all over the place oh, so yeah. they have their yeah there's a there's someone on my shift of course there's an overtime person they tripped and fell and whenever i was filling out the paperwork and stuff and doing an incident report that's the biggest thing i mean n- not only do i not want my i want my associates to be safe but every time something happens like gosh dang it i have to fill out paperwork yep. <laughs> to do a report um they they were talking about looking at security footage of that time because especially with for legal reasons. Um, but yeah, anyway, you got to scan in with your badge, get through the turnstile. Now I don't know about yours, but mine at CMH four, they would have like eight sets of turnstiles, and they took like police tape and they taped off every other turnstile because social distancing. You go into the bathrooms, every other urinal is taped off, every other sink is taped off. The stairs, we have two flights of stairs to go up and down from technically floor one to three, but uh, it's like outbound yeah. has floor one and floor three cap and inbound. They have floors one to four. That's why it's one to three. Um, they taped it off to where now you can only go up the stairs on one side and down the stairs on the other. And it's very inconvenient to get to the one to go down. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Well, like my building kind of does that, but everyone just ignores it ignores it, it yeah. yeah yeah usually i and nothing I, happens what what i did uh, i shouldn't say this on my own podcast but i think i was talking to this one girl she's like oh shoot i have to go down the i have to go down the other one i was like yeah you need to go down the other one but i'm gonna walk away right now so you should walk down the other one and then like walked away and she had this look on her face like hmm, all right all right like if that makes any sense uh but yeah i the social distancing, they have been very serious about that at my work. Um, well, I don't know about you, but um, there have been rumors, which that might actually be true, I don't know, that the CDC will be coming to my building to make sure that we are doing like all the right precautions. No, I'm pride. I'm. I haven't or heard that rumor yet, but I'm no. sure it will happen. And they said if we're not following like all down. the standards, they're gonna shut us down. Yeah, and Amazon's a big corporation. They're like the number one on something, so. People are just looking for ways to undercut them. I know there was, I was on LinkedIn and uh, there was like a thing where it's like, Amazon finally got all these masks in. They ordered them. They were taking them off the plane, had Prime on. It was like, ooh, they got their masks. First commented on there is, why didn't they have these sooner? It's like, you got to be kidding me. There's no pleasing these people. So, yeah. And I mean, even with the, 
a lot of the things too. They're like, oh, the workers, they feel like they have to go in into an unsafe environment. I mean, they have unlimited UPT, which for those who don't know what UPT is, it's basically you don't you don't have to go into work. You, you really you don't do. get paid. Yeah, you don't get paid, but you don't have to go into work. Um, but you, I guess you can use your PTO and stuff. But still, like, you're still not being held account. Like, you're not going to get fired if you don't show up. You can go no. a few weeks. And granted, okay, yeah, maybe I'll get paid. But still, like, it's not like anybody's forcing you to go in. I'd say it's a good it's a good scenario because, like, you have the option to either, either stay home if you can. But it's like, if you, like... If you live paycheck to paycheck, you can still go to work and make money, whereas people that are laid off that work paycheck to paycheck might not be able to get unemployment with everyone mm-hmm. filing and yep. really struggle. Yeah. So, no, I, I agree. And plus, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, as much money as Amazon has, they, they are a business. They're not... They're not... They're not a charity. Yeah, they're not a charity. Like, they, you're there to make money. I mean, that's common sense, you know? And I mean, they raise people's... Wages by two dollars. I got a wow. I got a nice bonus. So you know, but uh, still, you know, it's it's been it's been some weird times. It's been historical times. Um, they're uh, they're actually. Uh, I just got an email and well, ch- you know what Amazon Chime is? No. Okay, Chime is basically Amazon's in-house texting thing. But again, since I'm a manager, I have a computer. I'm text messaging anyway. I think I've seen it like on like Managers on their computers yeah. i just like i haven't done it because yeah you don't have a reason to so i'm just a grunt <laughs> and that's okay you know um but anyway i have gotten many messages saying that when i go in on thursday this week i'm going i as a manager pas you know ambassador you know what ambassador is yeah okay. it's like not a pa but like they understand like they're really good at stuff and they teach people how to do stuff yep ambassador is just fancy talk for trainer that's end of the story um we all have to wear masks because we go around as like oh it's like i mean yay for safety you know gonna yeah i think they're making everybody like i think they're handing out masks today they are yeah at my facility yeah yeah i i have a few but i still i'm like i'll keep them in my bag and if i need them but you know if the company has them because last thing i need is people coming up to me oh i see you have a few masks in your bag manager uh, can i have one you're basically no. obligated to give them away at that yeah. point. Exactly. I mean, I can say no, but although I, you know, I have my douchebag moments, you know, I'm, I get paid to confront people half the time and engage and enforce. That's those are my two big things: engagement and enforcement. So, um, all right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I it's just been kind of weird with how different things are now. And then how things are going to change rapidly once this all blows over. And I don't know. I'm kind of waiting for it to get back to normal out of nowhere. Well, I wonder Maybe. what's going to happen if, like, we'll hit a peak and then come back down or if we'll have, like, multiple peaks, like, we'll have resurgence of corona. I don't know. Because it'll last a long time. Maybe. I mean, if they develop a vaccine of some sort, I, I don't know. It'll They'll probably be like, oh, we have a vaccine. You'll be fine. But then... Then again, nobody wants to get autism, so they might be like, well, <laughs> anybody who's anti-vax there. Um, Rachel. Oh, God. I'm staying out of this one. Um, but, yeah, they. Uh, I think if they develop that or do something, that'll help a lot. Because I think the biggest thing with this is they, they have no vaccine. They It spreads very easily. Mm-hmm. Old people and young people, if they get it, they'll die. So... 
Uh, they won't die no. per se. It's a mixed bag. Yeah. Some people I've... don't show symptoms. Even like people our age like get really sick. Yeah. Some, maybe some have died. I don't I, know. I probably have the Rona right now. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. If I do, I'll get lots of free attention. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to post and I'm going to get all sorts of free attention. So how would you say the town of Cedarville has reacted to this since we're, it's a kind of a smaller town? Because you're a townie, so <laughs> rolls eyes. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that much of a difference other than like the university is very much shut down and like, yeah, you still see like I don't the biz- businesses aren't as open as much obviously but you still see plenty of people I might see people out and about walking around more now than before in the town maybe in town and just like outside outside of town just walking in, like on the side of the road like people just kind of there's nothing to do so they're kind of just out and about hmm. the uh the Indian Mound the parking lot was packed like all the like people from Dayton were coming out to the Indian Mound so it's like I was like outdoor out, outdoor stuff is in right now like because I guess people aren't supposed to go to, like, urban areas. I don't know. Like, I bet DeWine wouldn't be too happy about it, especially since he lives in Cedarville. Yeah, say DeWine, <laughs> Governor DeWine is literally from this area, so, mm, oh, well. Oh, that's kind of funny how it seems like the the more rural areas have had the opposite effect. Like, I think I was talking to Caleb Fouth a few episodes ago, and I was like, hey, how is, because he's from Pennsylvania, like some small potentially hick town from out there i don't know uh, and he's like yeah people here are just like mm, okay yeah well like i guess we'll close the things down we have to but but i mean you really think about it the more metropolitan areas um i was actually just talking to my brother about this recently um and how like more rural areas tend to be more america first uh, cities are more like globalist um and the reason for that is like the more rural areas tend to sit down settle down in one area their lives are in one area whereas the more city people they move around they go country to country people coming in and out foreigners come in with the disease interact with people then it's spread i mean new york holy crap they are like they're screwed they're killing it and the corona are getting killed by it uh but i mean you think about it's a city a lot of people coming in and out i mean that's just the way it is um yeah one more thing would be like I don't actually know anybody that has Corona. So like that might be another factor of like, I don't know very many other people that like know somebody that has Corona. So that might be why people are just like out and about kind of still doing their thing. And it's like, yeah, we're fine. Yeah, that's true. It's hard to really care a whole lot whenever you don't know anything personally that's impacted you. I, I think I know of a few people from back home in Akron that might, that have it, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know the disease. It's been weird. I, I would not have expected the reaction to Corona to be as intense as it has been. Like it's even a month ago, I would not have. Well, I think it started a month ago, or they started closing things down. Uh, it's after daylight savings time. I think yeah, it was like, like the twelfth, like twelfth or something of March is when they like they closed down school or whatever. That I can't sound, remember. That sounds about right. I don't know. Cause like we day. went like, I think I went to Florida like a couple of days after that. After that. Yeah. Oh, you picked a good time. Yeah, I did. My, my brother went to Vegas and literally the day he got back was the Wednesday Cedarville shut down. He was like, he was like, if I'd have gone out there one week later, 
it would have not have been a trip at all. So it's no, like you yeah. timed it just right. It's like I hate you. He went just just the right time to like contract corona. Maybe, maybe if he's got it, then I'm screwed for sure. Um. All right. So speaking of Cedarville, um, a lot of people on social media, especially Instagram, they've been posting a lot more on their stories and stuff. And I've been seeing a lot of uh bingo things so this question comes from my sister morgan kaiser you've met her before Mm -hmm. she's asking did you fill out the cedarville bingo instagram story thing if so did you get bingo do you have any idea what i'm talking about Uh, i think i've seen a couple of the uh, bingo things i'm not a huge social media guy yeah i don't post stuff i posted that one thing that one time so that you would follow me that was yes because you (laughs) You had an Instagram. I was like, I'm not following you. You don't post anything. You have to contribute. And then you posted some. Finally, it's like, all right, fine. I'll follow you. I did my one thing. So, def- I have not even seen the Cedarville bingo. And even if I did, I would not have filled it out or posted it. Yeah, no. When I saw this audience question, I was like, I know where this is going, but I'll ask it anyway. Sorry to disappoint. You are a disappointment, but that's okay. We're used to it. So Cedarville, um, as we said, it's kind of gone the opposite way. Uh, but Cedarville is kind of known for being a dead area with nothing to do. We have, what, Labor Day? But other than that, what are some fun things people tend to do in this town, this small hick town? Like inside of town? Sure, yeah, inside of town. Um, not not a whole lot. I think the funnest thing I've done is, like, jump off a bridge near the Indian Mound. That was a good time. <laughs> jump off a bridge. <laughs> Like, wait, into the water. Yeah, assume, into the right? water. No, 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 no. We're doing like... Kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, just like nosedive into the concrete. It's a good time. If you survive, it's like, I don't know. Oh, we can... Uh, you can actually shoot guns out here on like City Folk. That's true. That's a good time. Do you shoot guns? Yeah. Do you own any? I don't own any, but... What have you shot? Yeah, I have a shotgun. We have plenty of shotguns. We'll go shoot clay pigeons and then like... We have Glocks. We'll go shoot like we'll like take paper plates and like put a little nail on it against like a wood pile and shoot at it. Hmm. I was just about to ask. Is like, have we gone shooting before? I was like, actually, you know what? I think we have gone shooting once. It was like a while. Like, when you oh yeah, Akron. yeah yeah. We shot we shot slugs. That's right. Yes. Oh, the, the shotgun slugs. Oh yeah. That Looked was weird. Di- that was different. I was I've, I've only ever shot bird shot, so it was weird for me. Oh so yeah, them slugs. They'll they'll yeah. beat your shoulder up pretty good. I uh, was I remember that, and then the following week I went lifting at the Y, and I was doing bench press. And I was like, "Why is my shoulder killing me?" Right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. I that's was why. shooting a shotgun, so you feel it. Um, but pistols are a little nicer, um, at least on the hands for the most part. Maybe. Okay, so comparing the university to the town, would you say there's much of a difference there? What do you mean? Like Cedarville like, University, whenever you're walking around on campus versus walking around in the town of Cedarville. Would you say there's much of a difference in atmosphere, culture, and general? I mean, obviously, there's some difference. Yeah. Obviously. Well, but. the first thing I'll say is that the sidewalks on campus are much nicer than the ones in town. Like, you cannot ride a longboard down <laughs> the sidewalk in town. It's true. That's uh, That's nearly impossible. I don't know. You have the very conservative side on campus whereas like if you go in town it's not quite as conservative like people walking around what do you mean by conservative like a political sense or a dress scandalously sense or what do you mean Uh, by conservative i'd say a little bit of both okay are there like cedarville prostitutes out here or something also i say townies are a little more like hick looking 
than such as yourself or uh, not quite myself but like other people in town whereas like i'd say cedarville students usually look a little more preppy i'm not gonna disagree with you that i'm not i'm not gonna disagree with that also i'd say cedarville students are usually a little louder walking around louder yeah 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 okay i'll give you that they're always in large groups and like people start yelling whereas like on town like people are like either like it's just a family walking together so it's like the loudest it's going to be is like some little kid like maybe yelling and then that's it a bunch of people like kind of like by themselves or in small groups so it's like yeah well i know for cedarville like even just going to dinner at well we call it chucks you know the food court uh well not anymore whenever they open up um You'll just be like kind of sitting out in the student center, the and just kind of watching these huge groups of people go to dinner because like the halls, the 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 bro sis units and all that, they're all together. That's uh, so that's for brunch. Brunch, yeah, yeah all Saturday that. brunch. Yeah, that Noth- or something. Nothing the consistency the V three B had. We always had like eleven to fifteen people strolling to dinner together. Yeah, I know you you and your hall was pretty consistent on that. Um, I guess we can talk more about hallmates in a bit, but, um, besides that, uh, any significant differences, I guess we got a lake in town. I mean, in, uh, the university, <laughs> I think you're looking for the word pond pond. Oh gosh. Yes, I think so. So going from the town to the university, uh, how would you say that transition was going from, cause I'm just curious, like, cause you, you were a townie growing up here in, in the town of Cedarville, uh, and then you went to the actual college or university. My bad, not college, university. Um, how was kind of that transition and changing over? Was it much different? you still feel like you were living at home even though you were in a dorm? I don't know. I just I don't know if I've ever talked to you about that. Uh, I, like, definitely, like, living in the dorms is, like, I was, like, away from my parents, but there was definitely, like, that familiarity of everything nearby, and I didn't really, like, feel like I was far away, but also, like, I kind of had that nice separation. Mm-hmm. Like, comparing, like, the town to the university, like, I, I was just, like, my experience is, like, I went to the the school. Cedar Cliff, yes. Cedar Cliff, which is K through 12. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> yes Wild. So you got every, what was the size of your graduating class? I don't know, like 43 or something. I usually say, yeah, something like 43. that. 43, and to think you were a public school. Yeah, public school. Yay. It's okay. I was private, and I had 39, so you still beat me, but not by much. Not by much. Definitely the university, like, a lot of the fact staff kids went to school at Cedarville, and, like, a lot of the values from the university when I was there, like, were kind of projected onto the school a bit. So it was, like... Very conservative, like gotcha. the faculty and staff, I'd say. Sure. Definitely had that. I mean, it was a Special. public school experience, but it probably might as well have been a private school experience when you sometimes might Pretty much. I'd it. say it's very close because, like, the kids at private school aren't very good either. So I'd say it's very close to a private school feel. Mm, gotcha. But it was still, it was obviously public school, you know. Yeah. The good old town of Cedarville. Do they even have many pu- private high schools around here there's one in xenia there's one in dayton and there's one in springfield what's one in xenia called uh legacy christian i don't know they used to call it xenia christian but it's there xenia wasn't having it okay no yeah all right um 
So we ran track for a few years. Um, I came in my freshman year, ran my first year, and then you came along sophomore year. Um, mm-hmm. w- why why wait a year? I, I'm curious. Oh, I got injured so much in high school. I was just like, I thought I was done, and then I missed it freshman year. So I'm like, oh, I'll run for fun. For funsies? Yeah. How how was it getting back into it? Feel weird? No, nah, not that much. Nah, I felt pretty normal. Cause felt like pretty I'd normal. done like I'd done sports all the way through like elementary, middle school, and high school, and that was like the first like I'd say what's weird was like freshman year where I didn't have competitive sports going on. You still did like intramurals, right? Yeah, but it's just it's a little it's different. It's it's fair. I didn't do any intramurals, but I believe you. You should have. It was a good time. I probably should have. I know, like... Should have done something that, like, wasn't, like... Like, volleyball or something. something I that hate w- volleyball. Or uh, ultimate frisbee. Uh, that's okay. I respect all... I respect both. Or... Yeah, you're a I, soccer man. That's what... You should have done... W- indoor soccer probably would have been pretty good. Soccer would have been fun. I was, uh... My brother and I were talking and, uh... Talking about the, the glory... I mean, he didn't play soccer in high school. But he brought up in high school there was a a mild disagreement I had with another team, um, school called Coventry. They're all jerks, um, and I guess it was bad enough to where I got a subtweet shout out in the the paper, the local paper. Apparently, the kid on the other team had been working on his temper, and then it said something like. This kid got punched by someone else during a scrimmage, but he kept his cool and didn't lose it. And I was like, I love being the bad guy in these things. Um, but anyway, yeah, soccer, soccer, I, I really enjoy it. I miss it. I, 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 If I can get back into it, I will. But I, I don't really know how I would do that <laughs> right now. <laughs> Intramurals? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's some kind of league. Should have played basketball. I suck at basketball. Oh, I did too in, in high school and like – was not very good. Slowly got a little better in college. I enjoy it more now. You can touch rim, can't you? Yeah. You can still do that? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I was just curious. If you have, like, a trampoline, right? Sure. <laughs> sure. Are we going to Sky Zone? Sky Zone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> can I even touch it there? So if you had to do all, if you had to do over all over again, w- would you have... Committed more to track, more to intramurals. Would you have still done track again? I don't know. Because mm. even I wonder about this sometimes. I'm like, would I have done it again? I don't know. I think I would have done about the same. About the same. Yeah, I definitely would have played all the intramurals I could. Mm. Um, if I could have known when I was going to get injured, I'd definitely like, oh, I'll sit this one out. You were always injured. <laughs> I know. That was the only bad Idiot. part. Idiot. Maybe maybe take intramurals a little easier. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like I kept getting I I would get injured anyway, so it's like I oh, might as well do an intramural. Yeah. And some more of my fault than others. Um but you know, that's all good. Yeah, it I don't know. I feel like for me, I still would have done track, obviously, all four years to the best of my ability, but I kinda wish I'd have done at least one intramural, you know. Maybe maybe a volleyball team with a bunch of girls that didn't take it seriously, or I don't know. I I couldn't take it too se- soccer. I take too seriously, probably. Yeah, I'd say volleyball is fine, like with random people, or I mean with uh, friends, as long as they have like 
as long as they can hit the ball like at all. Because I've played with friends of friends who like if the ball was like coming to them, it's like oh it's gonna go and like they're not getting they're it. Not like getting it's it. not possible. Yeah, I'm I'm more of a delicate balance. Like yes, I agree they need to be able to hit it, but then you get those people who take it way too seriously and they're like mediocre, okay, goodish. And they think they're good. They think they're all stars. And I'm just like, gosh, so annoying. Chill out, bro. Yeah. No, I, I feel like there's been a few times where I just, I don't know, people. I think of volleyball, I've had the most experiences of people annoying me while playing it. So just like, I, I can't do this anymore. I suck at this. I, I would say the worst thing is that people get too intense during basketball. It's like. <laughs> Especially, like, I played in the B League a lot, and people would get too intense, like, guys, if you want to... Go to A League. <laughs> go to A League if you want to be like, we have to win. Or or play varsity. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> varsity. Varsity, maybe. Or JV. JV. We like Seth. I think he played JV. So what would you say was your favorite location of meat? Like, your favorite meat location? Not, like, chicken or steak, but, like, track meat. <laughs> Uh, Emory was pretty nice. Emory? Yeah. Oh, yes. That's down in Georgia, so that was That's nice and nice. warm. It was a nice little trip, too. Um, I'm I, very, like, I don't know about you, but on the trip there, I, like, like very quickly, I'm like, I'm tired and crawled onto the floor. I hate you. I freaking <laughs> hate you. And I was like, this is a fantastic idea. Uh, did you get did you get on the, the big bus, the medium bus? I know you weren't on the van. I was. No, I think I was on the medium bus. Medium bus, okay. Yep. I got, so on that trip, so this was our junior year, so this was fall of 2018. Um, we went down to a meet down in fall, Emory, Fall Georgia. 2017? Fall fall 2018. What spring. did I say? Did I say said, fall? Yeah, fall 2018. Oh, my fa- bad. Fall 2017. I meant to say spring of 2018, because oh. it was in March. Oh, yeah. My bad. Sorry, my fellow listeners. I'd have listened to that later and been like, I'm yeah. an idiot. I also don't know which season track is either. Uh, yeah, no. We're all retarded. No, spring of 2018. So this was March, because I remember it was during class council elections, and I remember losing that election while I was at Emory, and that pissed me off. But wiser with Kaiser. Yes, vote wiser, vote Kaiser. A solid slogan, but it's still lost. Um, but anyway, for that meet, I actually got to ride on all three. So I got to drive the van down there because I had my big van license because I was on the speech team and I got it from doing that. Hmm. Um, so I had my big van license and, uh, me and Lane, Lane had his coach Gwen drove most of the way, but then he took a nap and Lane, my best friend, he was, uh, he was like, yeah, I'll sit up front with you. I'll stay awake. I can't sleep in the van anyway. Literally start driving. He falls asleep within like 20 minutes. He's like, you got to be freaking kidding me. So I'm like there at the wheel, like trying not to fall asleep. He's got all these people in the van. It's like, if I crash this, I'm killing like eight people with me. The key is that as long as you die too, you won't get in trouble. It's true. I just have to hit it just right to kill me. Mm-hmm. I swear it was an accident. No, but I'm just it, it's weird. It's a crazy it's a weird responsibility of like not driving a big one like that to that extent beforehand. And it's like mm-hmm. literally all these people are probably judging my driving. It's like oh, I should just kill all of you for judging my driving. 
I've, I always imagine like your first time like doing like a pilot does it at first commercial flight. It's like all these people's lives are in my hand. If I mess anything up, like we're done for. We're dead. No, it reminds me of. Uh, I remember I was working for Summit County Engineer, which is fancy for road crew, and we would get these trucks and drive out to places. Uh, and the kid that was driving at the time, I was driving shotgun, uh, episode 12 for anyone. Uh, and he was driving, name Ryan. And he just says out of nowhere, like, you know, I could crash this truck right now and kill both of us. It's like, what the freaking heck is this coming from? So, no, I, I totally get that. Just driving all over the place. Yeah, I could kill all of it. It's a weird kind of power, but it's kind of a suicidal kind of power. Did this kid show other psychopathic tendencies or just that one no he's a freaking weenie he's a weenie yeah no so i bought a i bought a desert eagle back in december and i wanted to shoot it and i was like you know what? i'm gonna invite this kid over and see if he'll shoot it and he freaking didn't no he's a weenie he's just talking trash it's just a pistol i know well the desert eagle does have a bit of a kick to it and its bullets are like more than a dollar a piece so oh boy that's when i bought the ammo the guy at the store was like you should have bought a gun with cheaper ammo i was like all right mind your own freaking business peasant (laughs) um but anyway uh no he's a good kid um freaking adore him but yeah no I, i was just like what the freaking heck i wasn't expecting that made me laugh um so how would you say uh that's about favorite uh, meat location. This brings me to an audience question. This comes from a dude I ran track with in high school. I haven't seen this person in years, but his name is Aaron Schultz. And he's asking, what's your favorite memory of Wade? I wouldn't have asked this, but I respect my audience. So Now, remember, I'm sitting right here, oh, so... That, Try to be nice. That doesn't please. matter at all. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I feel like me sitting here, you're going to be even meaner about it. Oh, man. I don't know if you can really top, like, you come you come back from a meet that I was injured from, and you just have your hand wrapped up. I'm like, what'd you do there, buddy? And you're just like, I punched a wall. I would say that that's probably my favorite memory. Just like, it's like, how, like, we don't do anything like we pump our arms, but that's about it's like you don't throw. It's like were you like screwing around with Lane or something? And it's like, no. I just I punched a wall. I'm like I was just pissed. No, yeah. I don't was that at a practice I told you that or was it at the meet? No. No, I didn't, I didn't go to the meet. So it was like is a practice or maybe just like the next day, like I saw you walking around and I was like What's going on? What what do we got here? Yeah, no, I still remember a lot of the aftermath of that. I remember uh, the first team meeting. It was a Tuesday the week after. Were you there for that? Probably. Coach Bo, or Coach Bolander, uh, he asked just kind of a general, like, during the meeting, he said, and this is the whole team is there. It's like classroom style. And he says, from this meet, from the last weekend, if anybody has any lessons they've learned... <laughs> If you'd like to share with the team, feel free to raise your hand and share. And normally people will raise their hands and be like, oh, I feel like I learned that I need to run harder during my race or pace myself better or stretch better. Like the real obvious stuff. Yeah. So I basically just raise my wrapped up hand and then everybody in the room dies laughing. <laughs> it's like, it's like, do I even need to say it? <laughs> it's like, so, you know, all, all those years of, Training hard and doing all this. All that bent up, like pent up aggression. 
No, that was just the years. beginning of the aggression. No, I. Uh, it's just weird how all those years at Cedarville track do all this stuff, and then the only thing I'm ever gonna get be remembered for is you're that dumbass who punched the wall, aren't you? <sighs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. So that's that, me. It reminds me of a, a quotation by Captain Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean. He's like. You are the worst pirate I've ever heard of. He's like, but you have heard of me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So going back to Cedarville in general, how relevant would you say was getting started weekend? So at Cedarville, we have this thing called getting started weekend. It's when freshmen come in. It's uh, basically our orientation. But you're a townie, so how would you say was that that re- was it very helpful for you i would say for other people this is probably like a good time and very relevant but for me i like knew it's like this is kind of a waste of time like i went and did all the stuff i'm like i'll participate but like moving in i'm like this is ridiculous like why are people cheering and stuff i just like i actually wow crowd i saw it like i actually drove in like the back entrance because that's the way i always come in and like the dorm i was in like it was, was on west, the back, right? Yeah, it was on that back side. So like, I didn't even, like see that like the first day. Like I saw it like driving t- towards Springfield. I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> you didn't go <laughs> in and you weren't like, I want to join the Wow crowd and no. welcome people. And then the Sting groups, which like, oh yes, <laughs> I like as soon as I showed up, I'm like, I probably won't be friend like talk to these people ever again. Like four days from now, but mm. I'll play along. <laughs> Yeah, I think I talked to some of them occasionally, but I know Wyatt, Wyatt, my brother, he was in Michael Connors' sting group. So well, that weird thing, like, didn't never have talked to like anybody else as my sting group, but for some reason, like Josh Wells was in my sting group. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was. Oh, like it was that. weird. Which like we did not become friends through the sting group. We we became friends like through like other things other yeah. things like a couple of days later like the whole stuff or basketball it was or... basketball that kind of brought like our core like five or six people together and then like then we had like the law we were the rock guys and they were like we had the lawler guys like sophomore year and then we came together junior year who who brought them all together was michael connor the one who brought it all together kind of i was just like group like gotcha. the groups like hey let's all live together where should we live? Gotcha. And we're like, we're not living in Lawler. <laughs> no, thank you. For the record, Michael Connor, he was episode two. Fun fact. So he was my first guy on the show. Oh, look uh, at that. Speaking of Michael, I actually have an audience question from him. How could how could you do an episode with Chase and Michael doesn't chime in? Um, he's asking, what was it like sharing a bed with Michael? What? That's what his question was. What was it like sharing a bed with Michael? Sharing a bed, well, we had, like bunk beds, I guess, but we didn't really share a single bed. If that's you guys what we... didn't like share a bed bed at all, nah, none of the fun stuff going. That's on. That's what I'm saying. We we live in Brock, not Lawler. <laughs> that's fair. That's like, fair. we live in Lawler. Yeah, we could like take one of the beds and throw it Make out. Mega bed. Th- no, like throw it outside and get rid of it because the save room or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe throw the mattress out and make a loft. You could do uh, what some of the cross people do, well, and Caleb, and they made a, they call it mega bed. Mega bed. They yeah. would, uh, I guess they put some risers on it and they'll like have fun on it and the mm-hmm. risers will break and I don't know. Episode uh, 32 for those who care. Mm. Well, I'd say, uh Staying in the same bed as Michael was actually, uh, it wasn't that bad. We both had our own alarms. We both uh, snoozed them a lot and just kind of like, 
we didn't like neither of us got angry at each other so well that's a plus yeah it's like people that are like chill that's the best roommates it's true just like as long as you're both like semi-considerate and chill like that's like the best possible scenario i agree if you're chill and the other person is like completely inconsiderate and just like it might boil over but (laughs) start throwing down here real soon yeah so you said you guys came together from so for those who don't know about Cedarville dorm, so Brock, it's known as the douche dorm. I get I get along with everybody in Brock. Obviously, I'm sitting talking to someone who lived there. But Brock, that dorm was more of like two per two people per dorm room, that kind of style. Lawler was what they call a unit style. So you got more of like the unit small common area, and then you got a bunch of like small two people rooms attached like five of them right next to each other yeah and then there's a bathroom that connects two of them together exactly yeah so i guess i could show you a picture but Mm. i can't because this is i don't think people care that much that is. i think this description is that's fair the only people who listen to this will already know in advance maybe you never know some of these audience questions people they might listen for their audience question and be like oh I now know what Cedarville dorms are like. Um, kind of just uh, what was kind of more so the origins of how that came together, progress through college, and kind of where you're all right now. Because, you know, college, it's a time where you meet people. Um, I don't know. Huh. For me, a lot of, like, people I still talk to now are people from college. So mm, me too. I, I, I still talk to people from high school occasionally. I don't talk to anybody from high school. Well, that makes one of us, but... Um, I definitely talk to people from college more. Hey, I pay thousands of dollars to go there. I'm going to talk to the people I paid lots of money to meet. So anyway. Well, I say, well, it started where I was like, after I moved in, I'm like, well, this sucks. I'm going to wait like three or four days for everybody's parents to leave. So I can (laughs) actually like talk to people without like their whole family. Like it's a new person. Yeah. So I'd say like, well, Friday, like I think Saturday when uh, Michael and Sean Carlson's parents had already left and I sat down across from them to eat lunch, which at the same time, I was in the sub line earlier and I met, um, what's his name? Who's in charge of, uh, I can't even think of what's called, like up in, in New York. The page? No, no, no. New York. The, uh, the school, the Bible college up in New York. Oh, word of life. Yeah. Who's in charge of that? I don't know. Word of life. I don't know. One Jesus of his Christ. One of his kids, like I had met in the the subline, and we went and sat down across from them and had a g- good conversation at lunch. Never talked to that kid again, other than maybe here or there. I like saw him. Well, there you go. That's why you don't remember his name. Yeah. And then uh, Michael and Sean uh, asked me, "He's like, do you want do you want to play basketball later?" I'm like, "Yes." Did you even meet them before then, or no? It's just at lunch. I just sat down across from him, oh. and then uh, we played basketball together. And then uh, I think Michael and Spencer played video games together, and Spencer was Josh's roommate, which I who was in my Sting group, but didn't think I'd ever see him again. And yeah. uh, five of us became friends. We added Logan Huck later, and then uh, I was freshman year. Everyone moved into Brock sophomore year, and at this time, like end of freshman year, beginning of sophomore year, we met the guys from Lawler. Started hanging out with them. They also like to play basketball. Basketball is mm. the key, Wade. That's how you make friends. That's why I don't have any friends. That's the key. And I then they moved keys. in junior year and hung out senior year too. Yep. 
And that's the story of the B3B. And we made B3B. two. What does B3B stand for? Bo- Brock 3 back. Okay, so Brock We made third, two four, Christmas albums. Would you, you like to, to sing some of those Christmas albums for definitely us? Definitely not. So these Christmas albums, a bit of background on this. Uh, and then I want to talk a bit about the podcast as well, because, you know, we're both podcasters, right? Yo, I don't not know. so much. This is kind of a college experiment for me. but Yeah, tell me about it. Um, anyway, the Brock Christmas album, it actually became kind of a tradition for me and my friend group to buy the Brock Christmas album during Campus Christmas. Then we'd go to, like, the gas station and get some food after we toured all of them, and we would listen to the Brock Christmas album and die laughing the whole way there and be like, Dear God, <laughs> I still so for background. Campus Christmas is basically this activity on Cedarville University's campus. It's like the week before finals, uh, since it's Christmas season. The dorms will decorate their hallways, and the best decorated hallway will win. My dorm never won, um, but I did participate. Like McChesney, we did do something. I think my sophomore year, we were homeschool themed. It uh did not win, but anyway. Uh, we uh, did homeschool theme, and I remember my RA, he would, like, walk around like a nerd and, like, dropping his books, and we were, like, terribly dancing. It was a good time. It was a good time. Um, but anyway, you guys did a camp uh, Christmas album theme, and the each dorm room dorm was, like, a uh, like a song from the album. And I'm... Each one was a preview. A preview, my bad. A preview. So it was like a commercial, and then you would buy the album for a dollar. Yeah. So the first year, I remember going through, and I remember kind of talking to my group of friends I was with. I was with White and the Whammon, as we call them, so episode 24. Um, and I remember before we went in, I was like, all right, this is probably not going to be that good, but, you know, we're going to, it's going to be terrible, but we're going to get through this, you know, just kind of joking. And, yeah, we both knew we were going to be going through something not so great. And then afterwards, I, f- I think I forget if I said it or why it said it. But it's like, you know, I was expecting that to be pretty bad. But, you know what? That was actually worse than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Very few times in my life where I have low expectations. And then I see it and it was even lower than what I expected. Yeah. I mean, it was great. But I was like. Oh my gosh! I don't know. But it was a good. I'm, oh, it we was didn't fun. care too much. It was just about selling the CD. Oh that was, yeah, that was no. the key. Well, I remember because that was the first time you did it. It was when I was in the integrated business core with Michael and Micah Pollins was in it, and he has like a thick, like I don't know, like he has his, a thick nasally voice. Yeah, he. Had, I was gonna say an accent of some sort, and he's saying. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <sighs> and he was like our finance guy. That was great. Oh my gosh, I like died when I first heard. It. I was like, I need this album. <laughs> so, and then the second year you guys released it, I remember paying in change and going up to the table, and I was like, gently set the the change down, and uh, well, apparently it wasn't gentle enough, and it got spread everywhere because apparently I threw it on the table and was like, "Here's my money," and like took a CD. And Michael's like, "No, I have to count it first. And I guess it wasn't a dollar, so mm. that was a controversy in the moment. But yeah, no, it was a good time. I re- I really appreciated you guys yeah. making those because we never won either. Like I feel like yeah, what the heck? Who won? Oh, it's always Lawler because we were matched up against Lawler. Space thing. Yeah, the space thing. The freaking astronaut. I always wish we would have sold our albums for like two dollars. Because no. if, if if we sold them for two dollars and we sold the same amount of albums, we would have made more money 
than like the grand prize or whatever that they handed out for. Yeah, but would you have been winner. able to sell them for two dollars? I don't know. Would you have bought one for two dollars? Oh but I'm also a chump, so yeah. I mean, I'd have bought one. I still have them in my car. I'll. Uh, I'm not saying they're five dollars, just two. Yeah, but can I? Did you guys accept Venmo? Uh, the second year we did. Okay. I still paid in cash. Yeah, we made a lot of money on Venmo the second year. Yeah, no, Venmo's, I love Venmo. I use it. Venmo, Cash App? I use Venmo, yeah. yeah. It's a great time. I know people that will only use one or the other, so I'm like, I'll just get both. Yeah, I have Venmo, I have PayPal. I don't have Cash App, so <sighs> maybe another time. I also have a wallet with some cash in it and a credit card, if that works as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Discover, man. Discover. <laughs> more of a chase um yeah you don't you don't do your banking through chase right no idiot right pat credit union that is and discover why don't you do your banking through chase because uh retarded the dividends that the right pat pays is pretty good oh wow you use a fancy business term so wrapping this up so we're We've been talking for a while. I just want to talk a bit about podcasting with you because you guys did your own podcast so th- um, what kind of was your involvement with that? It was the Infield Singles podcast, a great time. I think I was episode, I'm thinking five. That's the number coming to my mind, but maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, that was when I was on your guys' show. Um, what was kind of your involvement in the creation and execution of each episode? Um, so basically every week, I think we did them on Friday or whatever. It'd be like Friday morning, like oh, we need to find a guest. Like we just scramble to find somebody. I wasn't, we never really planned a whole lot of any, anything. I was just kind of like, Tad and Michael did a lot of the work. That's that nice. about right. Yep. I'd ask a question here or there, but I was also just kind of like, you always need a weird guy to throw in a little bit of spice. Weird guy? Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm a little different than uh, the other guys in the group. That's fair. I'll give I've, you uh, that. I'm, I'm the meme guy. The meme guy. I thought you're the weatherman. I'm also the weatherman. I'm also the anime guy. I do all the weird stuff anime. to connect to other people. Hentai. Have you? I don't know. Your Amazon like, like there's a lot of people that like anime. Like, like my PA is weird. a big anime fan. For those who don't, PA stands for process assistant. In case we didn't cover that, it's like way. It's like way more people at Amazon like, very much like like anime that i thought was socially acceptable like <laughs> it's like wow yes i mean i respect anime i mean i i like avatar the last airbender if yeah. that counts honestly <laughs> it's just like it just has a negative connotation it's just like it's just animated tv like airbender yeah that's all I, it is i think it's probably i don't know usually the way i view things like that if you like that in of itself, I don't consider that a bad thing. But if I don't like you and I'm looking for ways to tear you down, it's something that I probably that's, will that's, use. That's like not a socially like acceptable thing, and then you can like use it against them. Yeah, like even yeah. though like personally I respect anime, I'm like yeah, whatever, like go for it. But if I know something to get an advantage in an argument and be like, well, you like anime, so you're <sighs> weird. Like it's like having a foot fetish. I'm like, yeah, you're just weird. Yeah, that's that's an all around weird thing. So, that's a yeah, that's not the same as anime. I'm sorry, I don't know okay. what you're thinking. Well, to some people it is. Oh yeah, I'm I'm not some people. I'm not unique. I don't know. Also, I'd throw uh, 
something on the same level as anime is uh, Dungeons and Dragons. That something is something that's not very very. Th- people say it's weird and nerdy, but it's like, eh, it's not that bad. I don't know. I've never played it before. It's interesting. Maybe one day. Maybe not today. So the typical routine was basically you guys would scramble to find someone in the last minute. Mm-hmm. What about me? Was I like thought out well in advance? Uh, maybe the day before. The day before. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I didn't know. expect much. It was just something fun to do. For us, it was, more, it was just something fun it's to social. do. Yeah, just like me doing it right now, you know? Yeah, it's but we different. didn't plan anything. <laughs> yeah. We looked up our speed round questions like during the interview. <laughs> Oh, I believe that. I believe that. Actually, for me, I have a document that I l- looked up, and I still use it. I still use it. It's It has, like, a few hundred questions on it. Mm. And I actually use some of it. Like, my first question was, like, what was the best adventure that you – I just copy and paste it. So I, I did the same thing with a document I found online, just copy and paste and – yeah, nothing. Nothing is as Ecclesiastes says. Nothing is new under the sun. So, the best are just those who are the best at stealing other people's ideas. Mm-hmm. I think I remember reading it was a book called Blue Ocean Shift, uh, and it's just like what companies are the most successful, and it's not the ones that initially come up with the invention, but it's the one that steals the idea of the initial invention, tweaks it slightly to make it to where people actually want it. It's like interesting, so fun fact of the day if you invent something watch out you probably won't make money off of it but rather the guy that steals your idea so i need to be the guy that steals ideas that's what i'm here for so okay i know i'm not smart but i know other people are smart so i can take their ideas right well maybe you're smart you're the smart guy like you're smart enough to take the ideas and tweak them a bit (laughs) that's where you're the smart guy there you go there you go you're smart enough to make money on it works exact that's the thing I think there's the book, it was like 39 Rules of Power, and it's like those who obtain power aren't those who like put in, it's not those who work the hardest, but who are able to like steal the credit for it. I was like, dang. I was like, that's not a night, that's not a very biblical way of doing things, but it's like, eh. they use the example of Thomas Jefferson versus Nikolai Tesla, and anybody who knows their history. Are they just like comparing them? Because like, well, Tesla. Well, they didn't live at the same time. Tesla and Jefferson? Did I say Jefferson? You said Thomas Jefferson. I meant to say Edison. There you another, go. That's better. Another <laughs> misspoke. <laughs> I am terribly sorry. I meant to say Thomas I just, Edison. I, I just, keep doing that. I, I don't do know. That. I do that sometimes. Go on. Sorry. I was just sitting here like trying to make that connection. I'm like, um. I meant to. say. They're both from a while ago. I yeah, get like my bad. I meant to say Edison. I don't know why I said Jefferson. I, I I do that sometimes. I'll just be talking and then I'll just mm-hmm. use the wrong. I'll think something but say another thing. I think uh, my years on the speech team that might be a part of it because uh-huh. like giving a lot of speeches, I'll be saying something, but I'll be thinking three steps ahead because like especially with my speeches, they'd give me a note card. You quickly mm-hmm. write stuff down like impromptu it's like quick write something down so it's like saying something on point one but i need to be thinking of point two like while i'm saying this i'm just like saying 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 like you can speak and not think about what you're speaking of but think of the next thing if that okay. makes any yeah, sense yeah that makes sense maybe that's joe biden's problem oh he, my gosh. he moves on to the next point and then he just gets lost probably <laughs> i don't know anyway uh Speaking of, what are we talking about? Oh, yes, podcast. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Um, 
We're talking about Thomas Jefferson and uh, oh, Tesla. I meant to say, yeah, Thomas Edison and Tesla. I was just like, who did Jefferson steal stuff from other than maybe his slaves? Oh, I know he, uh, oh gosh, he cut a lot of stuff out of the Bible. He took all the miracles out. Um, I mean, obviously not in our canon Bibles we have today, but his mm-hmm. version. Yeah. No, his. Edison. So Thomas Edison and Nikolai Tesla. Uh, Tesla invented a lot of stuff, but Edison, he like made sure to like, get patents or something yeah like probably that. patents which and i feel like stole i feel like edison was a big deal at the time but then as like history kind of turned out like people like oh tesla was the the smart guy yeah but by the time they figured it out tesla was dead so yeah. does it really matter for tesla i don't know i've also heard that they're like like all the tesla fanboys today think he's like perfect whereas like he did have some ideas that like would not have worked and were kind of crazy probably not yeah well, and that's the thing with an like an inventor mindset. I uh, once heard that like the best inventors they have like a bunch of bad ideas and some good ideas. Um, I think Tupac was the example I heard. Like he he generated. I mean, I don't know. Tupac was before my time. I don't know like all of what he made, but apparently he made a lot of music, like so much that like most of it was garbage. But the few things that were good were really, really good. Yeah. Like because. I think it was also, I saw an interview, it was with Ed Sheeran, and he called it, I think it was the 100 hours or the 1,000 hours rule, where it's like, you have to work at it for 100 or 1,000 hours until you can finally make something that doesn't completely suck. Okay. So I've heard of the 10,000 uh, hour rule, like to become like must be a, pr- ten- like to become a master at a skill. Yeah, it's, it was probably 10,000. It was also probably Edison and not Jefferson, so, you know. Mm. All right, anyway. So what, I guess kind of wrapping this up because we've been talking for a while. So you guys were kind of doing your own thing. And then out of nowhere, I think I kind of made my own podcast near the end of school. I'm just curious, what were, what were your thoughts when you found out that I was making my own podcast? Nice. That's it. That was like, I, didn't, I, didn't. I was like, I didn't care too much. Like our podcast was a fun thing we did. So it's like, I just wasn't like, oh, he's competing against this. Or yeah, like, really. I was like, no, I'm just like, well. Wade wants to do one too. That's nice for him. That's kind of hopefully he uh, gets some entertainment value and I don't know something out of it. Gotcha. Yeah, no, it's not like we're competing. I just no. I just curious. I don't know. Just well, I wasn't. I wasn't like the head honcho in podcasting. I just kind of showed up. And, really? That's surprising. Uh, surprising, isn't it? You're just kind of there. Yep. All right. Let's let's wrap this interview up. Okay. So sometimes I like to ask a, what I call a capstone question, whether it actually is it pertaining to our conversation or not? I don't know. I just write a question that I like to kind of, sometimes I'm just feeling in the moment, like maybe I'll ask this and end on this. So, uh, what, so capstone questions is, what do you hope to see in the future as a means to bring you happiness? Cause right now you're working Amazon. I assume you want to work somewhere else. Maybe, I don't know. Um, all that jazz, which is where you're in life in general. Um, what do you hope to see in the future as a means to bring you happiness? I feel like the only like the true happiness in life is obviously like your relationship with Jesus Christ and God. Oh, but I also have go. those like fake happiness things in my mind. Like, oh, I think I'll be happier when I get a new job. Whereas, like, yeah, probably won't. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out what I want to do, like <laughs> professionally with like with my life. Whether it's just like, oh, I'll just settle as like do some like type of management or whatever like something boring or like 
actually try and find something that I really enjoy. I don't what, know. What might be something that you feel like you're not worthy of doing? Like, what do you mean? Not like, what worthy. What do you feel like you're not worthy of doing? I don't know. I don't think there's really anything I'm not worthy of doing. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Why? For me, I feel like the things that usually whenever I'm thinking about things I truly want to do, usually the things I truly want to do are the things that I don't feel worthy of doing mm-hmm. uh, because there's something I care about so deeply that I feel like if I mess it up, like there's that like, oh, I'm not worthy to go after it. At least that's why I decide to go on some of the things I decide to go into because I feel like if it's something I'm kind of like, eh, I don't really care about, like I'll go and do it. And if I screw it up, I'm like, whatever. Whereas if there's that sense of like, oh, I'm not really sure if I'm worthy to go do that, then that might actually be something that I actually want to do. And that's just my, my, um, I don't know if I'd use the word insecurity, but my okay. hesitation mm-hmm. to go and pursue that. That That's just kind of my thoughts on it if that makes sense it doesn't apply to everybody but yeah i don't know no i say my biggest thing is just like i haven't found that like that thing that i like want to like like the career i want to chase after i guess a bit it's like i this is what i want to do yeah yeah and i I, yeah it's it's hard to find that i still feel like i haven't found it and Mm -hmm. some people would look at my position in life and say you haven't made Nobody's, there's no such thing as a permanent success or a permanent failure. There's yeah. just continuous development. So nobody's arrived and who knows? I may walk into work on Thursday and they may be like, you're doing a terrible job, Wade. You're fired. Like you just never know. Mm. Actually, if I'm going to get fired, it's probably going to be over this social distancing stuff. Just saying I'm probably going to mess up and yeah. sneeze on someone or get <sighs> coughed on. And that'll be that. Have you ever heard anyone in operation like operations ever getting fired? Yes. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. I've never heard of it. Okay. I mean, yeah, I know. Uh, if I get caught, if I smoke weed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about they do such a terrible job they get fired? Yeah. I. Um, I feel like it could happen, but. Good. I I know at the end of the day, I am paid for results. And if I do not produce said results, to me, everyone is expendable. Like, even me. Except for Jeff. Jeff, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if he gets in enough trouble, the board of, like, I almost call them the trustees, the uh, the stockholders, maybe, like, let's vote someone else in. Yeah. I mean, everybody's replaceable. Everybody, like... I mean, even just look at, like, in school, for example, like, you have your seniors that graduate, and then your juniors become the seniors, and then they fill the shoes, no problem. So, one man's loss is another's opportunity. So, I mm-hmm. I think in management, like, if results aren't getting made, because I've been told by my own ops manager, like, the way you need to view, like, if people aren't performing, it's like, if it's between me keeping my job and you keeping your like you lose or like if it's like between me and you like if one of us has to lose our job like if i don't confront you on you messing up and if i don't confront you then i lose my job but if i confront you 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 lose your job does that make sense like yeah like if my group's not because everything that comes out of my department has my name on it Mm-hmm. Which is a weird, it's it's a weird responsibility when you really think about it. Like, it's weird like when you're not actually doing the work, but your name's on it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. I understand that. It is, it is a weird feeling because it's like these people could be doing a good job, they could be doing a bad job, but 
at the end of the week, whenever they show the numbers up on that board, my name is right there, and they're saying, no matter what, I can have every excuse in the book, but if those numbers are bad, they're like, Wade, what happened? Yeah. Well, you're a leader. You, sh- you should be able to adjust to these times. It's like, oh. So, um, yeah. So I'm sure there's people in operations who do get fired. It does happen. Okay. If you're saying that anything specific about your place, I cannot tell you anything. Um, but yeah, who knows? I don't know. That's the way I view my job. Like I could go in and that could be my last day or I'll I'll do my best and make sure I have every decision and every word I say I can justify because who knows, maybe I'll fire someone. Next thing I know, I got a court order coming after me for discrimination. It's like, I literally have everything documented right here. So go for it. If that makes sense. So I don't know. But I can see why from other people's point of view that it may look like management is immune, especially if they're a jerk. So, all right, that's all I got for you. Hope you enjoyed my speech. So looking at today's discussion, or maybe just life in general, if you have one final piece of advice for our audience today, what would that be? (sighs) Never give up. No matter how bad things look or... How many times you've failed, like, you just got to keep pushing through. There you go. I love it. I love it. Never give up. You're also nice and sweet, short and sweet. I like it when people, when they give their final piece of advice, it's like, uh, I remember I took an uh, applied leadership class. It was with General Reno, so. Oh, yeah. A real killer. Um, And he said, a good, like, anybody can just throw out a bunch of words there and, like, go on and on and on like i've been going on but a good leader is able to take a lot of information and summarize it very nicely so i like how you kept your final piece of advice short so it makes it easier to understand do you have any additional shout outs you'd like to give before we wrap this up i'm not really a shout out i guess i'll shout out the the b3b the b3b all right yeah Sounds good to me. All right. Well, thank you, Chase, for uh, joining me today in this discussion. And thank you, my beloved audience, for joining us. Oh, were you going to say something, Chase? No, it's fine. I just like, thanks for having me on on oh, that. Yeah. Of course. My pleasure. My pleasure. And again, thank you, audience, for listening. And well, like always, have a nice day.